Welcome to the Spoutcast, where we spout off the news to those who drink from the well. My name's Jane Fawcett, and alongside me is my friend and co-host, and it's his first ever night playing dodgeball at the Well Community oh, Church League. Oh, it sure is. Pretty excited. Benjamin Wilburn. Benjamin Wilburn. It's good to see you, Ben. It's good to see you too, Jane. You, I literally had, for like the last half hour, forgot about dodgeball, and you like just made me excited again. Are you excited? Like I was giddy with excitement this morning and am now re-energized for it. Are you a little bit nervous? No, not really. I I don't like doing things for the first time when I don't know what to expect. I have played dodgeball before. Well, I mean, so. like you haven't played for our league. I, yes, I have not. I hear it's a, I hear it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. Are you going, Jane? No, I have school tonight. Uh, ben, how many times do I have to tell you I have class on Monday nights? Uh, this is like the fourth. <laughs> okay, four. four. <laughs> Would you and maybe five to tomorrow. Would you listen? <laughs> Jeez. Um, so I did something fun this weekend. Oh, I was just going to ask you if you did anything fun. I read fun your mind. Week. I read your Uh-oh. mind. That's what I did this weekend. Okay, what did no, you do? Really. I went to uh, a concert at Neighborhood Thrift, Ooh. part of the Rogue Festival, which I was enlightened to know that that happens. That's in, cool. In, it was in Fresno. Cool. Um, went and saw Booch, I think it was the Bootstrap Circus um, at Neighborhood Thrift. Were they it good? Was, they were like, I had no idea what to expect. Um, went in, like, I literally didn't remember what the name of the band was until I walked in and was like, oh, the they were like, we're Bootstrap Circus and we're going to play some songs. They didn't say cool. that exactly, but um, they were really good. Like it was, I always like it when there's a violin that's incorporated. Oh, I love the violin. So it was like guitar, drums, bass, and violin. And nice. it was fun. It was, um, I don't know if you've been to that little corner of Neighborhood Thrift where they have like those live, um, can have live performers, but. The cafe area. Yeah, the cafe area. Yeah. So they have like, they blacked out the window. It was in the middle of the day. So they had to black out the huh. windows and um, it was cool. There's like couches, chairs. I don't know how many people. Maybe there's like 40 people nice. there. It was fun. Who'd you go with? Um, some junior high leaders from oh, WSM. So sweet. It was fun times. I think I saw your truck in the Target parking lot on Willow and Herndon. I left it there. Oh, it was then? Yeah. Layla and her husband and I went and got dinner, and we drove through that parking lot and saw it. Thank you for not doing anything to my truck. What, do you think I'm going to egg it? Or something worse. <laughs> I don't know. Bust in the windshield. <laughs> Slash the tires. Uh, no, we, we met at Target and carpooled there. It was a lot of fun. So, Ben, Good I times. have a question for you. All right, Jane, hit me. What do you think about conspiracy theories? <laughs> I think they're fun to talk about. <laughs> so we have this thing in the Welly Deli where every Thursday, right? It's on maybe. Thursdays. I missed it today. You guys talked about it today, Today's right? Monday. Today's Monday. So maybe every Monday. And we didn't <laughs> talk about it today. Oh. <laughs> Go on. On Thursdays, we talked about conspiracy theories in the Welly Deli. And last week, you and Layla were looking on your phones on a 9-11 conspiracy thing, yeah. and then all of a sudden your phone's blocked yeah, out. Yeah, we were on this 9-11 conspiracy theory website, and I think we like it was like top 14 conspiracy theories about 9-11, and you, get to, you read the first one, and you start to get engaged, and you scroll to the uh-huh. second one, and it like blacks out your phone, <laughs> and you're like, ah, it's true. It feels a little freaky. So, so um, because we love conspiracy theories, there is actually an issue of ESPN Magazine titled the conspiracy issue <laughs> the conspiracy and issue. you guys can't see it but i'm holding this right in my hot little hands so ben did you know that the mob had something to do with hmm 
I'm beginning. Some, I'm getting less interested. Some um, <laughs> big game that the Black Sox played. I had no idea. I guess they um, was it the. Oh, here it is. Yeah, the 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 mob paid off some players to lose the World <sighs> Series. Maybe that the Black Sox played in 1919. Wow. The more you know. Bet you didn't know that, huh? <laughs> didn't know that. So these are all sports-related conspiracy theories. Yeah. I thought they were all basketball ones. Or are they baseball, too? This one's about baseball. Interesting. Pretty cool. Interesting. Well, if you guys like conspiracy theories, come join us for lunch on Thursdays at the Welly Deli. 12 to 1. So on the show today, we have uh, Dale Norris. He is our campus support director coming on, telling us a little bit about what he does at the Well and... Um, a transition that he'll be making in summertime. Mm-hmm. So we've got him and Ben. You picked the music. Tell us who it is. I did. Uh, it's they're called the Head and the Heart. Okay. They're actually from the Northwest. Ooh, foreshadowing like our conversation with Dale later. Um, there's a lot of good music that came out of the the Great Northwest. Yeah. Um, so sifted through a different, a few different bands and chose them. Cool. Um, they're cool. So we'll be listening to a little Head in the Heart. Cool. Awesome. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to wrap it up. All right. You got something to say? Uh, We'll also be discussing the sermon. Oh, that. You're (laughs) right. Um, So we're continuing on with our Ephesians series. Sorry. Ephesians 2, 11 through... The end of the chapter. The end of the chapter. So we'll dive into that. Um, Brad preached this last week, so we'll talk about that. In the meantime, enjoy a little head in the heart. I know this California... Oklahoma and all of the places I ain't ever been to but down in the valley with whiskey rivers these are the places you will find me hiding these are the places I will always go these are the places I will always go I am on my way I am on my way I am on my way back to where I started See, we're so fascinated with buildings We love buildings. Oh, that's my church. Proud of my church. You know, that's where I go. Right there, there it is. That's my church. As we drive by it, we show our friend, that's my church. (laughs) You are the church. This is a shell. The places we meet, they're just buildings. The church is us. Gathered together, not from affinity, but by identity. All divisions broken down, all barriers broken down, assembling together under the headship of Christ. Verse 22, in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in his spirit. We are a reflection of God communally, corporately, not individually. There you have Brad giving the message from Ephesians this week, chapter 2, verses 11 through the end of the chapter. Um, Great message. Um, Mm -hmm. I like uh, he shared personal stories this week, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, Legoland. <laughs> Legoland. <laughs> One of my favorite places in the world. I've never been. What? Have you seen the Lego movie at least? No. 
everything is awesome. <laughs> That's a theme song from it. It's pretty cool. Some people thought that movie wasn't that great, but I was very entertained. There's Good. a specific part. Sorry, this is like a rabbit trail a little bit. Oh. But there's a specific part where the Batman Lego is throwing wrenches at this button to try to like open a gate or something. Yeah. And he throws like five or six consecutively. And it's one of those like just funny because of the timing of it and everything. And then he finally hits it on the last one and he's like, first try. And first then they go. Try. <laughs> so that was funny. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that is because Brad went to uh, Disneyland with his family, took his took his girls to Disneyland, um, realized how much it costs to go to Disneyland, how it much money so you, you drop in a short amount of time, um, and talked about um, Legoland and the amazing structures you see, like these superheroes that are constructed out of Legos, and um, all to emphasize this idea of a foundation and having a firm and solid foundation. So... Um, he talked. Uh, he kind of re um, repackaged what we've gone over the in the past or the past few weeks in the Ephesians series, and then um, talked about this idea of of identity versus affinity. I think that was a, a common thread throughout, and the thing that kind of grabbed my attention and I linked arms with the most was just that concept of we have an identity in Christ. You know, we might have affinity groups, but it's more about identity than affinity when we mm-hmm. gather. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah. I liked, um, right, he did say we're one in Christ, and he started, um, the first thing that grabbed my attention was um, how he talked about racism and, like, mm-hmm. how many different people groups we have and mm-hmm. whether it's ethnically or um, he even at the, I listened in at the five, and he talked about, like, what groups you identified with in high school <laughs> and um, just had me thinking, like, what was my group? And I guess I would classify myself as, like, class B popular. Like, I wasn't, class like, class, like, first oh, class man. popular. but like Almost I, made it, but not quite. I mean, I was popular in my freshman year, and then I don't know what happened. Peak too soon. Peak yeah, too I guess so. Um, but it's funny just hearing, like, all the different groups of, like, jocks, and one guy's like, I was a part of the chess club. And um, so I think it's... It's cool how he tied in, like, in Genesis with the Abrahamic covenant, um, how God promised land, seed, and blessing. And um, when he puts Abraham to sleep, and um, basically, like, in that, he's signifying that this is a covenant that he's making with, that Mm -hmm. God's making with himself, Mm -hmm. and um, that... um, yeah, I just lost my train of thought. That's right. Yeah, I liked his, I mean, you talked about that covenant, the ratification of the covenant, the sign of the covenant being circumcision. Yeah. Um, you know, he referenced that, like, in the Old Testament, ethnicity and worship went hand in hand, and, yeah. like, where you were from mm-hmm. dictated who you worshipped totally. to a large extent, and, like, it was kind of just the standard mm-hmm. was, you're from there, this is who you worship, or this is what you worship, and there wasn't any kind of leeway there. I liked how he talked, I mean, the thing, there's times where Brad will say something and like you, you just um, feel the passion in it and it like hits you harder than mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. And he like just talked when he was talking about racism and just like yeah. racism is a sin. Like just totally. the passion in his voice yeah. was cool. Um, he talked about letting his uh, girls watch yeah. 42 and how they watched 42 together and how some people were um, giving him feedback or advice to not watch it because there's mm-hmm. bad language in it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And he was like, no, I, 
I want my girls to hear these words mm-hmm. because I'm going to have, we, you know, they talked about it afterward and, mm-hmm. and he explained to them what those, what, what the N word meant. Mm-hmm. And he said, and this is why we are never going to say this in this totally. home. And so just to bring clarity. And, um, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I, um, gosh, I don't even know how many months ago it was, but I went to this, um, event that no name fellowship put on that was a panel on race in Fresno and Brad was actually a part of that panel and it was cool to listen to um I mean it got kind of uh, I don't know if awkward is the right word but like you have different voices in that room and you have people who have been through racism Mm -hmm. and like like he mentioned he was talking to a guy after midweek that he got off a bus um yeah and saw Mm -hmm. like colored restrooms are around the back or whatever. So people who have, have lived through that. And for us, it's just stories. Mm-hmm. So I think even hearing during that panel discussion, like I think I've always lived in the fact that um, racism is in our past and lived in a, a sense of like, we don't struggle with that anymore, but really being enlightened to the fact that we, that is still a battle that we're fighting and hearing perspective from people who are still going through the effects of that and, and being affected by that. And I liked how, um, Brad tied in, um, Galatians three and Colossians three about now in Christ, there's neither Jew nor Greek and that it's all been dissolved because we're one in Christ. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, um, that when you like, degrade a certain either ethnic group or a group based on a common interest or whatever that, like you said, it's a sin and, um, making yourself feel better than somebody else is a sin. And Hmm. I think I look at that in my own life and, um, it's something I've been working on a lot in the last Hmm. year of just, cause I can like see, I don't know, something, a girl's wearing and be like, Oh my gosh, do you see her outfit? And Mm -hmm. really like it's because I feel insecure about something and I'll just put her down because I feel like that makes me Mm. feel better. And so I think a lot of why we do those things is insecurities in our own selves Mm. and pride and feeling like we're better than other people. Mm -hmm. And just that, that reminder that we're unified in the gospel and, and, what Jesus came and did for us, like just fades those lines. Mm -hmm. I appreciated how he, um, he delineated between the words uniformity and unity and like talking about how to be together and as one doesn't mean uniformity. It means Mm -hmm. unity in the, in the Mm -hmm. sense that like, you know, we're all different. Like we're Mm -hmm. very different. We're not gathered together because we have an affinity that, you know, we like the same music or we enjoy the same sports or, you know, any of that we're we're gathering together because of a unity that we have in Christ and like we are the body the different parts and we are functioning for the head the Christ Mm -hmm. that that Christ is the head and we are um functioning he he talked about this uh um he had this quote I don't know if I if I put it down word for word but he said assembly of assembly of diversity gathered beyond affinity based on identity Hmm. so the idea 
that we're all diverse. We're gathering beyond the idea of affinity based on identity, mm-hmm. our identity being in Christ, not in the fact yeah. that, you know, I'm a high school student or I'm 65 years old or I work at this place or I like this sport or, you know, I listen to this music. Like those mm-hmm. are different affinity groups and they can help us connect to different people and engage them in culture, but that isn't where our identity lies. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and he mentioned too that the original plan for people for us is that all nations would of the earth would be blessed because of the people of God. And he, um, like along the lines of what you were saying, like we're unified in him, but we're not uniform Mm -hmm. and how we can all bring our unique giftedness to reach different people groups. Cause like Mm -hmm. I can reach high school girls, but you can't as easily Mm -hmm. or whatever. So, um, like just the differences, even, that I see in you and me or, or in other people, like we have the ability to, um, use our gifts to reach different Mm -hmm. people. And that is just Mm -hmm. the cool picture of the body working Mm -hmm. together in that uniqueness. And even, uh, along those same lines, the people that we interact with, they like, they'll enlighten us. He talked about how, you know, Brad said, I don't need to attend a building to feel like I have identity in Christ but I need to spend time with you to -hmm. help me reflect the light of Christ to other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, he talked about how God created this world and set it in motion and he didn't make us all the same. Mm -hmm. Like that was clear from the very start Mm -hmm. Um, and how our different stories show each other something about God that we've never seen before. We might miss otherwise. And if we just lived on our little island and, you know, just opened our Bible by ourselves and Mm -hmm. um, read it, we wouldn't be as strong um, we wouldn't be strong at all. We need mm-hmm. each other um, to prod each other on, to, sh- to sharpen each other um, as the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I've kind of been living in right now with coming off of um, like looking at our process of being family and what it means to be family at the well and the different steps that um, we have to do that. Like one of those is um, writing out your testimony. And I think that is such a cool part of, um, that process because it lets us know who you are and what you've been through Mm -hmm. so that when somebody else is struggling with something that you've similarly been through in your past, like we can team them up with that person. So Mm -hmm. it again, just shows that uniqueness of how the Lord has made us and how, what groups we can identify with or, um, in, in a testimony case, like who we can come alongside because of, um, common, common experiences. And I think experience is such a big part of, um, our walk with God, because we all have experiences and we all have ways that, um, we've seen the Lord and experienced the Lord and that can bond certain people groups. And I just Mm -hmm. think, our testimony is such a huge part of who we are and how we can use it to reach different people that mm-hmm. can't necessarily be reached by yeah, everyone. Totally. I, uh, one final thing that I, um, that caught my attention, he talked about this idea that the whole body, like the body of Christ being fit together properly mm-hmm. is growing all the time. Totally. And, and he, um, used it as an illustration to just show that, you know, Paul's not talking about the body, the church being a building. Like Mm -hmm. what structural building have you seen that was built grows? 
Like it was, it was built and it's done. This being the body of Christ when we're fit together well, when we're, you know, calling each other out, when we're trusting one another, when we're Mm -hmm. prodding one another on, we're growing Mm -hmm. as a unit and as a body. And I found that really encouraging, convicting and, um, totally. And he even said that the church should be the most effective life-giving organism in the world. (laughs) And when he said that, I'm like, I really don't think we are. And I, I mean, in some senses, like if someone's in crisis, chances are they'll go to the church or, um, I don't know it, but I just don't think that we're doing a good Hmm. job of it as, Mm -hmm. as a church, as a, not just a church, the well, but the church as a whole, like Hmm. how, how much more could, what else could we do? How, Mm -hmm. how, how else could we get involved in our communities that we are something that gives mm-hmm. life to people and that we are an organism that's continually growing and continually reaching. And I don't, I don't want our reach to stop in North Fresno or Southeast Fresno or Fresno in general. Like I, like Dale's going to talk about, we're going, we're going to North West, North, the <laughs> Northwest part of the United <laughs> States. Like, Let's keep spreading and let's keep being an organism that is grabbing people because they see the love of Christ in us and they see mm-hmm. lives that are living out the gospel. And it just fires me up. Like I just want, mm-hmm. I just wanted to catch. Yeah. I like, I like how you, um, you and you shared that it wasn't not just like the well, the church, like mm-hmm. the church as the body of Christ, the other, you know, expressions of the body in Fresno, you know, mm-hmm. whatever church they are, like us as that body mm-hmm. and the impact, the potential impact that we have. And if mm-hmm. we're not, um, you know, not reaching our full potential yet, or um, just the areas that we can work on. And even as you said that, I was just thinking, you know, so often we'll think like, how can we change? Yeah. I think at least for myself, it ne- for me, it needs to be like, how can I? Totally. Because like, I won't, if I do yeah, we, then I'll wait, the till s- I'll wait for someone else to take the first step. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't want to wait for someone else to take mm-hmm. the first step. I want to be the one that's able to take the first step yeah. and to um, affect the world around. So, yeah. All right. Well, we will be back shortly with um, Dale discussing with him his transition this summer, as well as Two Truths and a Lie. In um, the meantime, listen to a little bit more Head in the Heart. I won't see you for some time. I am lost in my mind. I get lost in my mind. Mama once told me, you're already home when you feel love. I am lost in my mind. I get lost in my mind Welcome back. We are here with Dale Norris, our campus support director at the Well Community Church. We have a unique 
thing that's coming up for Dale in the near future, <laughs> unique, I don't know if that's the operative word, but uh, it's an exciting, exciting, exciting thing that's coming up in the world Super of Dale exciting. and um, a couple other people. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well as we'll do Two Truths and a Lie. Mm-hmm. So um, Dale, welcome to the show. Thank you. We are glad to have you here. You've been um, on before, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a... A while many, ago, though. Been, have you had people that have been three, four times? I think oh, a few Andrew people Files have been five. Oh, Andrew been like seven or eight. Oh, he's, he's PJ's been quite a few. Him and okay. Christian were besties, so... Yeah. Hey, bud, you want to come on the <laughs> show today? <laughs> right. I think... Wow, good, good Christian impression. Oh, Dom's is better. <laughs> Dom's is a lot better. Um, before... I think before we go into what's coming for Dale, we should hear what Dale does now. Oh, so yeah. technically, Dale <laughs> is both Ben and I's Big boss. Big boss. Big, big B. Big boss. Yeah, capital B <laughs> boss. That's right. Yeah, no, I mean, campus sport director overseeing uh, kids, students, worship, connections, and our spiritual formation teams at all of our campuses. Mm-hmm. So. You have a lot of personalities to deal with. Yeah, some big personalities. <laughs> you know, two of you, pretty big personalities. <laughs> and uh, no, it's fun for me. I get to dive in a lot and uh, different areas and, and have fun, but kind of jump in different areas mm-hmm. to keep it interesting. So mm-hmm. for me, it's been a great position. Mm-hmm. And you've been in this position for three? Yeah, we came three years ago, January 2011. Okay. All right. Yeah. And before that, you came from youth ministry, right? Yeah, I was kind of functioning in this role a little bit. O- always had my hand in youth ministry. It's probably what, That's where I started ministry, and so I've been in, um, kind of involved in students' lives probably for about 20 years in that way. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, started in 1992. When did you graduate? High school? Yeah. 2003. <laughs> a lot later after that. <laughs> okay, so, I, yeah. <laughs> I think you I was in, in like, groups. I think I was in kindergarten in 94. <laughs> yeah, so I was Wait, four no. years old in 92. There you go. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of on the on the back side of my life. I'm kind of, you know, just trying to hold on. That's <laughs> my, my throwback Thursday Instagram post the other day was when I was oh four years gosh. old. You were a <laughs> four cute years kid, old. Ben. Um, so Dale is currently in that campus support role, um, which involves a lot of different things and oversight of a lot of different areas. Um, he is having something coming up in the, in the next few months. Um, so Dale, tell us a little about what's coming up. Yeah. We're planning a church in the Northwest. Woohoo! Yeah. So we're excited about that. (laughs) We're, um. Jeez, Ben, are you going to Washington? Ben, are you coming to Washington? Uh, no. Sorry. Think about it. Pray about it. Have you, you prayed sounded, about it? You sounded pretty excited. I'm excited that they're planning a church in the Northwest. Yeah, I exciting. love Seattle. My it is exciting. We're gonna uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun up there. I tell you, the thing is, when I when I started here at the well, really um, for a couple years even before that, God had on my heart um, a desire to plant a church, and I, I think there's a couple things that are really important about planting a church. One, um, oftentimes it's one of the the ways God. Um, reaches new people, people mm-hmm. that aren't in existing churches, people aren't um, already plugged in, oftentimes will gravitate toward a new, towards a new church. Um, off, also, I think the other thing is there's a new enthusiasm, excitement with a new work. Mm-hmm. And so um, so those two things are super exciting for me, and the opportunity to be involved mm-hmm. in that has always been kind of on my heart. Um, timing wasn't right a few years ago, mm-hmm. but over the course of the last three years working here at The Well, um, it's just been an awesome opportunity awesome opportunity for me but um what's cool is how it's kind of the timings come together to where now the wells uh you know very ready to plant churches they've been looking to plant churches and so it's kind of like uh these two worlds collided at the right hmm. time and 
And so Brad and I have been talking about it for over a year. Hmm. I've been praying about it together, and uh, it just kind of came together hmm. here recently. Cool. I yeah. liked what, I don't know if you remember saying this, but you said this the other week, and it like resonated with me. You said um, something along the lines of, you could you could have stayed here in Fresno for you know the next 10, 20 years and like done successful ministry here at the well, but you would have looked back and you would have said, you know, I never put it all on the line. And like, this is kind of that. um, Yeah, definitely. There's an element for me where I feel like I could, I could play it safe. I I love what we're doing here. I love the well. This is an amazing church mm -hmm. and we love our life here. And so it's not a, 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 really as a result of us not being satisfied or content. It's really more of a result of a stirring, I feel like God's been working in me and in our family, just saying, we're ready to push it all in mm-hmm. and and kind of go for it and be used in ministry on uh, on a frontier that maybe is kind of brand new for us and, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a challenge and uh, we're excited about it and it's also a little scary. You know, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not certain, nothing's certain, but uh, yeah. it's a new challenge. So yeah, we're really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And I think um, for me, I think the, the real benefit is over those last three years of being at the well, I think it gives us a chance to look at ministry in a different way mm-hmm. than I had coming in. Mm-hmm. And I think I've learned a lot. And I think just the culture and the mindset that we have here and how we approach ministry is unique. Mm-hmm. And so to bring uh, some of that to the Northwest, um, I think it's going to be really refreshing mm-hmm. for a lot of people that may have not been experiencing the well before. Mm-hmm. So what role will you be playing Will you be the pastor of this mm-hmm. church? Okay. Yeah. So what we do, you know, I'll be the pastor of the Well Northwest, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a independent, standalone church. Although we're connected with the Well, sure. and so locally here, you know, obviously in Fresno, we have our campuses here, and they all kind of un- come under one roof, one mm-hmm. group of elders, that sort of thing. Outside of that, um, our church plants that are in our network um, have their own group of elders, their own uh, lead pastor kind of their own budget, those kind of things. And hmm. so it is independent in that sense, although our desire is to say very connected. We'll probably use a lot of the same teaching um, and we'll, we'll be very, very alike in a lot mm-hmm. of those things, curriculum for students, mm-hmm. mindset, mission, vision, values, all those kind of things. So in, a, in kind of like a nutshell, the next six months, what are like the big, the big fish to fry as far as what, what's... What's going yeah. on in this this situation? Well, we've been going up there once a month and and meeting with people, mm-hmm. um, and I think really what the the opportunity we have now over the next few months is to meet with individuals and families and try to cast vision mm-hmm. and um, talk about who, what our mission is, who we are, what we're about, and see if that resonates with anybody. And as that does resonate with people, start to pull together uh, these individuals and fa- and families and make them uh, a congregation, mm-hmm. you know, a family. And so we're, we've been doing that one-on-one meetings over the last couple months. I'm going up there again at the end of this month, mm-hmm. meeting with some more people. Then in April, what we're going to try to do is pull together some vision nights. And so we'll all come together, have some food, and, and cast some vision on mm-hmm. what this community is going to look like and what this church is going to look like and how you can be part of it and, mm-hmm. and start praying about it. Um, so that's kind of the on-ramp. We're going to hit the ground running in July. So uh, I'd say... We'll move up there, get settled, and just kind of hit the ground with some small groups hmm. and uh, get to services when we get get to services. Hmm. Um, so what's your number look like right now? How many people are telling you they're in? 
Well, you know, it's, we just started, you know, so yeah. we just decided mid-January that sure. we're doing it. So, sure. we, we're, <laughs> so we're in. It's, it's my five and my family and Cody, our dog. And then we have... Uh, um, you have a cat. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Esther may not make the move. We're not sure about oh, Esther. No. What are you going to oh. do? Well, she's got some issues. But we'll talk about that on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take her. No, but um, Parker, you know, Parker sure. and Annika mm-hmm. and their two boys are coming up. And so that's been an exciting piece of it. Parker and I have worked together in ministry for, I don't know, 12, 14 years. Yeah. He was, we have pictures of him, you know, at our kid's birthday party when Jane Allen was two. And hmm. so we've worked really well in ministry for a long time. He's excited about the opportunity and the move and um, the new church. So he's going to be coming with us. We have uh, Rick Cuellar and his uh, wife Cynthia coming up, mm-hmm. and, and they're uh, excited about the move. They're looking for jobs up there right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. mm-hmm. so, kind of organizing this, and I think the next few months gives us that opportunity to just pull together individuals and families and start to see how we fit together as a community. Um, mm-hmm. So, some families coming from up there, some families up there who are praying about it right now, and, and we'll see how those kind of pull together. Wow. Yeah, it's That's exciting. Crazy. So there, we had, you know, we probably had 20, 30 meetings um, already mm-hmm. with families or individuals. And uh, I mean, I'm telling you, it's been really positive. It's That's been, cool. People are very excited about it. Um, I think I think it's just God's already orchestrating a movement mm-hmm. amongst people mm-hmm. up there. And mm-hmm. so we're just hoping to kind of get in kind of step with what he's doing mm-hmm. and go from there. I think it's cool just as you look at, I mean, the well staff as a whole. And, you know, it's not like it's the we're sending the cream of the crop, like in a (laughs) sense, like Dale, Parker, Rick, like these are amazingly talented people and like with a passion for the Lord and planting churches. And I know for Dale and Parker, it's kind of a homecoming, like going back to your to their roots. And so it's exciting and and I'm sure nerve wracking and there's some anxiousness there. But um, I'm excited to see what happens from a distance um, so yeah, it's cool. You know, the cool thing about that really, to be honest, when you bring that up, it makes me think it's not, you know, three unemployed guys that couldn't get hired at a church right. and, <laughs> and we're just kind of, well, I guess we'll start our own thing. Yeah. You know, it's, these are guys, um, Parker and, and Rick qualified guys that are in ministry and have been in ministry and doing mm-hmm. great stuff. And, and so it is exciting to see people who are willing to push it all in and, mm-hmm. um, kind of take a risk for mm-hmm. something that's uncertain. But I think it also goes back to the fact the, just the confidence we have in what God's going to do. Hmm. So we're that's cool. Yeah, we're feeling good about it. Well, one of the things we've been doing with our guests is our uh, <laughs> famous game, Two Truths and a Lie. So famous, okay. famous. It's world famous. Dale's a veteran in this yeah. game, so he's got four different, four different ministry. cards in his back pocket of Two <laughs> Truths and a Lie that he can pull out. So Dale, go ahead and hit uh, us with your Two Truths and a Lie, and we will try to decipher and guess which one is false. Okay. Um, Okay, I got. I, I, I've been on. Um, I've been on three TV shows. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. You uh, kind of put your hands up on that one. Yeah. Like, well, don't, just don't judge me. Don't, don't ask judge. me questions. <laughs> there's no follow up allowed on this. But, okay. Um, I'm trying to uh, remember the official name of one. Okay. Um, the Tonight Show with okay. Jay Leno. Oh. Uh, Late Night Show with David Letterman. Okay. And the one with the gals in the morning. The, the, the view? view, the view. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't remember that name. Those okay. are yeah. So I've been on those three shows. Hmm. So, so those are, are the three. Guessing? Those are the three ones. No, oh. those are like, two truths and a lie. Oh, we're guessing oh. which one. Okay, I get it. I'm I like, get it okay, now. so what's next? I was like, it's true or false. He's been on okay, all three. Okay, so shows. which show have you not okay. been on? Yeah. All right. Um, late night with Letterman. Late night with 
John, Jay, Leno. Jay Leno and The View. Um, I know what I'm going to guess. Do you have your guess, Jane? No, but you can go. I don't think that he has been on uh, Late Night with David Letterman. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say... Wait, I think you're... <laughs> I'm going to say Leno. Correct. Leno really? is... I have not been... I was on... Uh, okay, so I was on David Letterman. You know, you're in the audience, and he mm-hmm. comes up, and you're in the background. So I technically... Gotcha. I'm on the, and then The View... We we were they were doing they were doing a shooting. I just think it's funny Here's the that thing. you're so there. He, yeah, the views the views live. Well, the, but they were shooting outside, and we happened to be um, kind of in the same hotel that they were in. Oh, okay, and they were shooting outside in the like kind of atrium area, and so I um, I just walked through the background nice. of their set, and I made it on TV. Good old wow. video bombing action yeah, from Dale yeah, I just did a video bomb. <laughs> it was awesome. That's so, cool. Jeez. That's my two truths in a lot. That's awesome. I've gotten a chance. I was in the audience for Jay Leno show. Oh, really? And his is cool um, because at least the one I was at, you like you get walked in, you sit down, and he came out before the show started, like just in his jeans and regular mm-hmm. shirt, and like talked to the audience, and then went back and like it seemed like within thirty seconds had a suit on, and you're like. Wow. What happened? I want to um, be on Jimmy Fallon. See, I think I think they made a good move putting Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah. He's good. He's so good. He's really good. He's I got to so do Jimmy good. Kimmel, too. His was, they're way different. Yeah. Way different. I think it was the Kimmel one. It, while you're in the audience, you're not allowed to stand up because you'll stand in front of the cameras. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Just, Which, uh, you know, the budget's just a little bit. What's that? Same size studio? It was smaller. Yeah. 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 Um, hmm. It was interesting though. Good fun experience being on those. I had a friend who was on um the Ellen show twice. <laughs> she was on for there Ellen does an episode where it's like first time moms go and then they get like all this stuff. And then so one of the things that they were winning that they won or whatever, like they couldn't give to everybody, so they gave her two other tickets to a show. Nice. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Dale, it's been a privilege Thank to you. have you on the show and to have you in Fresno. It's I'm been nice forward. knowing you. I'm looking forward nice to Ben coming you. up with us. Yeah, I we'll see. We'll see what happens. The Lord's moving I mean, his heart. I can great. tell. Great. I'm gonna have to go for I, a I do third s- co-host. I'm like not a closet Seahawks fan. I just can't no, get you're a... out living large. Seahawks fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still Niners. Still Niners. I like the Mariners Ooh. though. Mariners are all right. Yeah, they're all right in my book. You know who played for the Mariners? Who? Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. Jr. Oh, yeah. I, we were talking about, I was, well, yeah. I shared a few episodes ago that I shared a birthday with Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, really? And she was like, yeah, the guy that played for the Braves. <laughs> the and Braves. I was like, Jane. I that, swear no. he played for the Braves. <laughs> that is shameful. All right. Well, Dale, it's been a privilege to have you on the show. Um, we'll be back just after listening to more The Head and the Heart to close us out. So stay tuned.
are back. And we've just got a couple announcements for you. We, if you were out of service yesterday, you heard, well, you actually saw a video, which was a really awesome video. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple that live in the Tarpy neighborhood. No, they moved from the Tarpy neighborhood. Uh, I don't remember exactly. Shoot, Southeast. I don't remember what neighborhood they moved into, but just the work that they're doing in their neighborhood um, with kids in the neighborhood and families. So uh, it was an encouragement to get involved in Serve Day. So Serve Day is coming up March 30th. Serve Day! <laughs> Sunday, Mar- <laughs> Great, Ben. Sunday, March 30th. I'm going to start myself marketing it like it's like hump day, camel style. So anytime I talk about it, I'm going to be like, camel Serve style. Day! <laughs> Do you know what day it is? <laughs> so Sunday, March 30th, <laughs> we are canceling our services in our buildings to have a service um, together at 8 a.m. at Fresno State Parking Lot in front of the Smith Camp building. So we are going to gather um, before we scatter to um, have a little mini service, um, break up into uh, the groups that we're going out to serve with, and pray for our city together before we go work on serve projects. So if you need to sign up for a serve project, you can do that online on our website, thewellcommunity.org. I'm pretty sure there's a banner on the homepage homepage Home. that says serve day <laughs> it doesn't work the same Home. <laughs> and oh, if man. you are free monday evenings if you're listening to this episode right when it drops go cheer ben on as he plays <laughs> a little dodgeball at the fresno christian gym at six six, six o'clock six o'clock yeah I don't know how long it lasts. Six to seven thirty, maybe. I don't Six know. Eight. We'll see. So we got a little. There's gonna be. Action. I'm gonna go back to my roots. I was um, high school dodgeball champion at my school. No like way. our team was, not me personally. Oh, okay. But it was a combination of a bunch of people that were like football players and baseball players. It was Dang. fun. It was good. Watch good little times. fancy footwork. Fancy footwork. Your very if own you ben can Wilburn. dodge a wrench, you can dodge a dodgeball. Name that movie. Dodgeball. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening in. This is The Spout. And we're out.